Welcome to the EWN Sport Fantasy Football Podcast, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. It's been a good break, guys. It's yep. been like a four-game week break. Um, obviously, I know you guys haven't taken a break from FPL. You've been watching your teams <laughs> and stuff, but you've taken a break from this podcast. Mm. Uh, but we are back, and I'm happy to say I'm joined uh, today by, by Adrian and Mitch. Um, the other guys are still on holiday. In, uh, shame, Ash is, Ash is not well, eh? Yeah, Ash is but, not but, but Jason's well. still sitting on the beach. Um, and I think his points reflect that, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think Ash is just out because of what happened to Paul Jones against Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> in the League Cup so that's why Ash was like no nah, I'm yeah. not showing my face yeah, no, I, I'm also um, that result has got me under the weather as well so, so positive before that game United yeah. against City big derby but once again United, you guys won the last time so yeah exactly and, uh, but you know uh, Pep Guardiola is not gonna <laughs> fall for the same twice, thing yeah. twice and obviously he pulled out the he pulled out a, a fantastic um, um, strategy actually yep. he played mm. no striker last night which is interesting. I wonder yeah. if he'll take that forward into the league. No, I doubt it. I mean, <laughs> I don't think he'll do that in the Premier League because I mean, you saw that Sterling was poor yeah. in that role. Yeah, but he was against Wan Bissaka. Which is true, <laughs> but like, I, I, you know, they still need an outright striker. Yeah, you know, someone who can just guess, turn around and shoot. Yeah. Mm. And, it, and it is Majority. different. A, a cup tie is different to a league match. Yeah. Uh, I guess you, you, you can't expect Aguero or Jesus to be... Maybe the, FA Cup, they might play around yeah. with that, but Premier League, I highly doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus and Aguero still worthy to be in your FPL reckoning. I wonder who's got them. I mean, Aguero. I had Jesus the one week and then he didn't play. And then I took him out the next week and then he played and scored two goals. <laughs> See, pep rotation. Yeah, yeah, pep rotation. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, yeah. sick of it. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather get a different striker than any yeah. than the city striker. I mean, this is the thing. So Aguero would have been your go to, but. At this season, Pep's been talking about Jesus getting more opportunities. Because he knows that the curtain is coming. Mm. The curtain call for Sergio Aguero is around the corner. Yeah. So he's just being smart in the sense of playing someone and giving them regular time yeah. in order to fulfill that, that role that um, Sergio Aguero might leave. Yeah. Right, but uh, before we go any further, I think let's do a roundup of the holiday season. Oh, I know there were smiles and <laughs> cheerful, uh, what do you call it, festive cheer, but uh, I think it wasn't all rosy for FPL. Adrian, yeah. I'm hoping I can start with you. Just how did it go? Were there ups and downs? Yeah, Go to Eleven is my team. It was pretty flat, to be quite honest. I had a an average uh, festive season. Um, 46 in game week 18, 44 in game week 19, 44 again in game week 20. And then I picked up slightly in the last game week, game week 21, 53 points. Yeah, I feel like I need to do something drastic. Um, and perhaps we'll get to that later. But yeah, pretty much average. Uh, my festive season was pretty lit, though, from a personal point of view. <laughs> 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 I no, just no, wish no, I could, that could have translated no, to, no, uh, to gaming points. <laughs> if I could transfer six packs to uh, gaming points, uh, I think I'd be in, in, in another shot there. But yeah, pretty average for me. Um, pretty forgettable festive season from a, from a fantasy football point of view. Um, for me, just looking at game week 18, hit and bang on average 38 points. 19, I went up to 65. Following week, game week 20, 59. Um, 21, 45. Uh, yeah, so majority of my game weeks have been about average or just six points or seven points above average. So it's not a great game week. I mean, you can think about if you have 20 above average, then you know you're in the mix. But yeah, not, not the greatest festive season. 
Yeah, I think it was tough for everyone. It was a little bit up and down. My my game week eighteen started with thirty six points. I suffered with a with a sun red card, so mm. sun minus one in that yeah. in game week eighteen. That was a that was a killer. I picked the wrong captain. It was Rashford, so only thirty six points there. And then game week nineteen, sixty nine points, so not bad. Uh, Rashford got returned as my captain, um, and Jimenez got me some points as well. But Vardy then started with this, you know. Um, he didn't return anything. The disappearing so, act. The disappearing act. <laughs> yeah, Basically, it was a disappearing act. Well. He, yeah. he had a kid in the holidays. He had a, ca- a strange calf injury. So, Vardy really, uh, I think, screwed me over this, this holiday break. And, <laughs> and then remember, everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember, I called the Leicester midfielders to be the, on the naughty list. So yeah. they were on the naughty list until Perez in game week 20 got me those 10 points. But that was the crazy thing because for me, at a stage in the beginning of fantasy, I had Vardy, Madison and Perez. Yeah. Those are my three. And people were talking about Telemann's Telemann. It's like, yeah. no, Perez yeah. is the guy. Yeah. After that, that hat trick <laughs> that he scored um, against Southampton. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden That's... he just disappeared. So Brendan now Rogers didn't play so now Leicester's fixtures change and they become really yeah. good. And so I'm, I'm in a predicament with Perez. Do I keep him or do I let him go? But uh, Madison definitely want to keep. Yeah. Anyway, that game week twenty was when when um, you know Vardy um, went uh, had his, his he had a kid and mm. so he was he was away. <laughs> uh, Rashford was my vice, so fortunately I had some points there. Uh, what was that? Seventy two points, and then game week twenty one, uh, back to the doldrums with forty three points. Terrible. Uh, went with a sneaky Jimenez captaincy. Uh, didn't pay off. To be oh, clear, Vardy the... didn't have the kid; just his wife had the kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we have to. Have to be clear. <laughs> um, I, I just game week twenty one. I decided something different. I wanted to captain a, a defender, so I captained Trent. Gave me twelve oh, points. Wow, it's very yeah, interesting. Nice. I was like, Ed. Hey, I mean, I've got nothing to lose. My festive season has been horrible. Um, this is the last game for the festive season before we all go back. I was like, okay, let me just captain Trent and see what happens. Yeah. 12-point return? Not too yeah. bad. Look, I mean, Game Week, uh, just to reflect on one of the big moments of the holiday festive season, Game Week 19, Trent Alexander-Arnold with 24, 24 points. points. Yeah. I mean, that must be... That um, incredible. <laughs> I think a lot of things happened there with that Game Week when he scored those big points. I think a lot of people sh- shot up. He's highly owned, obviously. Yes. Yeah. But if you didn't own him or you don't own him, that was a big, big blow to your standings. It was the battle between him and Robertson. Yeah, that but, was the thing, but yeah. absolutely, if you didn't own Trent and you didn't yeah. get those points, you you just you took a bit of a knock. Yeah, that's for true. sure. So that was a big, big moment. So Vardy's absence and Trent's big points. I guess if you want to look at the holiday season, those were some of the yeah. highlights. Yeah, 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 for yeah sure. that's true. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so Jason's not here. We um, we don't have um, a stats corner, um, but I'm gonna. There's some planning to be done. Yeah, um, and it all focuses on what's coming up in game week 24. Now, Liverpool have a double game week. Um, they have to play a, a, West, a match against West Ham away again. And in that game week, game week 24, uh, look, we're coming up to game week 22, but your planning's got to start now if you want to have three Liverpool players. Yeah. Mm. So that you get those maximum points. So it's West Ham away and Wolves away. Um, How do you figure that? Before we get into the nitty-gritty of it, but I mean, those are two fixtures where even away from home, I think Liverpool could expect something. Yo, let's look. First of all, let's look at what uh, David Moyes did with them just by <laughs> stepping inside. Mm. You know, he's already yeah. got a presence at the club. He's been there already. It's a second stint. And already it was like 3 0 in the first half. So there, there's a lot of talent um, in that West Ham side. Even Mark Noble's turning back the years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, it's Liverpool. 
So you look at, it's just picking the, the right three Liverpool players to give you that return over those two double game weeks. Wolves as well, you know, they're the big team slayers. But I feel like this season hasn't been that season where they've been taking, it's just very yeah. inconsistent, you know, when it comes to Wolves. So yeah. I think, look, it was City that they slayed, which was incredible. Yo, that was amazing. Yeah. But when you look at a Liverpool side who's booming with confidence and just everything is clicking, yeah, um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that anything's going to happen. I think focus on your three Liverpool players, and yeah. I think you should be good. I mean, um, if you if you look at it, there could be some rotation in there as well. So you might not get the full maximum, even if you have three Liverpool players. All of them might not play. But the fixtures um, take place on the twenty third of Jan. That's a Thursday, and then the following Wednesday mm-hmm. is the match against West Ham on the 29th of Jan. So there's enough time to recover, but you will have some games in between that weekend. Liverpool will have um, a, a cup tie, and so. So the, gonna, the, the question the is this, though. Is Liverpool focusing, Adrian, do you think, mm. on the league? And do you think that some of their best players will play in the league and then maybe the second string side will play in the Cups because the, the league is so important? Or is the lead big enough for them to sort of spread yeah. it around? Look, I think I think Klopp, obviously, we know, is a smart guy. And I think he, he wouldn't be taking his eye off the, 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 the Cup, um, to be quite honest. I think he wants it all. He's, he's, he strikes me as that kind of a, a guy. Um, I think he has the team to do it. I think he's got the depth in his squad. Um, absolutely, I think he des- obviously desperately wants the, the league, but um, I don't think he's going to let up on the on the cup uh, yeah. uh, too, too easily, um, to be quite honest, because going in, the potential of winning a double, perhaps a treble, hey, who, who doesn't want that? He's certainly got the team. He's going to have... Uh, he's got new players in the transfer season as well. So I certainly think he's going to be... He's going to want it all. Yeah. Um, so I'd expect him to play a decent team for the cup matches as well. So. Yeah, if you, yeah, even if you look at the, that young Liverpool side that played the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. Yo, they've they've got about ballers. three sides. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Some of them are like unknowns completely. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Curtis Jones scoring that incredible yeah. goal. You know, so these are youngsters who are surrounded by the A team who know when they get an opportunity, they need yeah. to perform. And after what they did against Aston Villa in the League Cup, mm. they realize, you know what, it's bigger than them now. You know, so I think now after getting that loss um, from Aston Villa coming into the FA Cup, yeah. it's a whole different side. So Liverpool are lucky right now. They have two incredible sides that could arguably, even those youngsters, you could put them in the, mm. in the league and they could get a draw. You know, I'm not saying they'll win you a, a point, uh, three points, but they mm. might just get a draw. You know, because there's a nice mixture in there. You have some senior players like Joe Gomez. Yeah. I mean, who's when you look at how old he is, he's like very young as well. Yeah. Um, you got Adam Lallana was captaining the side as well. Yeah. Um, so I you think Divock Origi up front. Yeah, but, but what so you're saying, what you're saying is interesting because Liverpool are obviously bolstering their team now. Um, yeah. The signing of Minamino. Um, who could be quite exciting. Yo, he um, was, yeah. yo, he had yeah. that one run, which was very, very but, incredible. But, I mean, for FPL managers, it represents the problem that Liverpool are now bo- bolstering their side. Yeah. They're becoming a squad that can rival the likes of City in terms of selection. Mm. So now you, you kind of have the problem of who's playing this week. Yeah. Except rotation. that you probably can bet on Mane, Salah, Firmino. And then you're back for Firmino, four. maybe it's not. Eh? <laughs> maybe not. Because this season... Look, he hasn't been scoring. He had a great festive season. He had a good December. But Divock Origi still finds the net. Yeah, but so, so that's the big thing. Because when? if any, everyone's trying to bring in a third Liverpool player. So yeah. most people have about two, I think. And, some, yeah. and, and having three Liverpool players, is, it's, I mean, I think it's a given now that it's the best move you can make. Yeah. But 
most people are looking at that third player and saying, Firmino's the guy. He's cheap uh, for a forward. Uh, and he gets in there, although yeah. the points don't always show. But um, you, you that's a word of caution from your side, Mitch. Yeah, I think, look, I have Firmino. I backed last season. I had Firmino throughout the whole season. Didn't take him off. Um, and then this season, you know, his December was very good. So I guess it's just... You know, he he's a silent hero in that side. Like the he's mm. like the genie Van Aldem's. He's like the Fabinho's. Yeah. So silent, just doing his job, but not getting because he's yeah. still unfortunately a center forward. So unfor- people expect goals yeah, on it. Unfortunately, yeah. silent on the fantasy league front as well. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if, if, I, if the, the chat has got me thinking, so I think Jason's strategy now comes to the fore, having um, Robertson and uh, Trent. Mm. I think that kind of makes sense to me now because they both are very attacking play like you know sort of wingers most times against yeah. weaker opposition yeah. and then plus uh, a Salah or a Mane I think if you're going for three if you had to cho- choose three Liverpool players that's that's the that's the top three yeah I think so those two well, yeah. fullbacks plus uh, Mane or Salah I think for me like I, I ran away from Mane and Salah um, I took wow. Gini I think Gini is such an underrated player and I feel like he can bring in goals Outside of the box, it can because look, yeah, you can. have the cross coming in, yeah, coming sure. in, and as soon as the ball leaves that box, his eyes light up. But yeah. the potential of Salah and Mane, they are like two, yeah, the potential two 80 the, plus points a threat. season, like guaranteed. You know, you know, you know you're getting like <laughs> hell of a lot yeah. of points. Well, anyway, I think um, to wrap up this part of the conversation, it is basically you. You know what? Owning three Liverpool players is not a problem, no matter the opposition. I think they have mm. Tottenham coming up, and this doesn't matter. Just own them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just go for them. Pick any three. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, going to, looking forward to game week twenty four, you're going to want to have three because if three of those Liverpool players play both games, your potential scoring it's like having three extra players in, mm. like you know, fielding. It's like fielding fourteen players. So. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty cool. Alisson might be a great shot as at this keeper. point. You know, just if you're looking at potentially two clean sheets. Not perfect, but like at, at the same time, like would you go for Alisson or would you go for maybe a Van Schmeichel? You go for, oh no, yeah, but oh, I'm, I'm like, in terms planning of for gaming 24 though. If you, nah. I, ju- I just want a keeper that's going to save, yeah. man. Yeah. More shots at them. Because yeah. I know, like, look, I'll get Allison, maybe, like, guaranteed six points. Okay, cool. Mm. But if I can get, I want to say, okay, Heaton's out, or, or Pope, mm. and they're going into weak opposition. They can keep a clean sheet, but you know how many shots are going to come at them. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, that shoots up to eight, to ten points from yeah. your goalkeeper. So, for me, my whole, I've been taking a risk with my keeper in terms of, yes, clean sheets are nice, yeah. but more shots at them. Agreed. I mean, Tim Krul had that, that, that game yep. week where he had 19 points yep. and they lost 3-1. Matty Ryan had that as well. I mean, all he had, the he had, a, he had three bonus points in a... I think they lost They lost big. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I think for me, I'm running away from clean sheets. I'm looking at a keeper who who can hold up their own in, front of, in between the sticks and get those mm. points. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, lots of thinking to do around that uh, game week 24 and as the weeks progress. We're talking about it now because your planning's got to really start if you want um, if you want to get those three yeah. Liverpool players in. And so, you've got to make the clever transfers. Uh, maybe skip this week and plan for next week. Um, yeah. But in any event, I think that is something to keep your eye on, uh, a very, very close eye on. Uh, this week, Adrian, mm. any questions from your side? Because well, we're here to help. It's a new year. It's uh, 2020. Um, I'm looking for, for fresh starts. I'm looking for uh, for, for new renewed purpose. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second wild card. Come um, on. 
it's been playing on my mind since the last wild card, to be quite honest. And I, <laughs> it and always like, does. Well, where do I go from here? I've I've had an average festive season. I feel I need to kick into a different gear in order to be of any relevance to my our current league or the the global league. Um, how should I be approaching the second wild card? What should be the thoughts that are swimming in my head uh, as I determine what I need to do and, and who I need to, to choose. Yeah, look. So for me, um, I would say work your way backwards. So I would I would jump all the way to Gaming Thirty Eight. Okay. And find out how how do I plan to play Gaming Thirty Eight. Okay. And then bear in mind that the final game weeks, if you're looking at Gaming Thirty Three or even Gaming Thirty One, mm. between Thirty One and Thirty Eight, you can expect some double game weeks to pop up. Okay. And also possibly one blank game week where we have like eight teams playing. Mm. So to navigate that, you're going to have to have as mi- as much resources as yeah, possible. You need your chips for that. You need chips for that. You're okay. going to need your free hit, mm. which I hope you still have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to need, potentially going to need that second wild card. Uh, in fact, a lot of guys are talking about using a second wild card like game week 36 or 37. Okay. Um, you know, when you need that final boost, so you can pick the perfect team. Um so if you use it now, the, the the benefit of using it now is you might jump up ahead and, and get into a good position and then be able to maintain that position. Yeah. But the the, the prospect of getting double um, points in double game weeks yes. is too big to ignore. So yeah. Okay. My personal advice is stick it out, uh-huh. wait for game week thirty one, or, or start planning around that. Right. Pretty soon you'll start seeing um, guys start planning ahead for sort of the double game weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then use it towards the end of the season. You're going to need it much more. Injuries oh, yeah. are going to pile okay. up. Um, you know, rotation is going to be form. You also form at that point of the yeah. season. You want you guys. You want to have the form guys then, as opposed to now, because they they might have form now. They might get out of form. Yeah. a lot can happen. So my advice is hold on mm. tight. Yeah, and especially so we're assuming the league is still going to be alive in game uh, game week 31. And, and I don't know, not, not really alive, <laughs> but I think the relegation guys, yeah, yeah. that's going to be very interesting because there's always a reassurance when it comes to the guys at the bottom because of just the fighting mentality yeah. of like trying to get out and not get relegated. So now you have yourselves, the city gets to a point where they're like, you know what, we can't catch Liverpool. Liverpool already won the league yeah. in March. Cool, now we know, now we can start rotating, bring on new guys. All of a sudden, the the smaller teams are like, yo, we'll play our strong 11 against City's weaker kind of mm-hmm. uh, team. And all yeah. of a sudden, you get those returns from those guys in those relegation zones. So as much as you know they're getting relegated, you'll still pick them for fantasy so you can get your points. Right, gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's a lot of thinking, but I think thinking, it's better yeah. to have the options. Just there. rather hold it, hold all your chips. Oh, right now. that's that's our advice. Hold on to your chips. Yeah. Nice. Um, absolutely, especially that wild card. Although, it seems quite nice to use it now. Um, and and also, I mean, you gotta you gotta keep that wild card until the end of the transfer window. Yeah, at least, exactly. um, because once January is done, mm. you can probably get a, an idea of what other teams are shaping up. Yeah, um, lots of rumors as well. Of players moving, yeah, but yes. I, I, I feel like no one's going to make a big move now, and they'll wait until the, you know, the summer, the European summer, to make yeah. any big, big transfers. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm open to any surprises as a United fan. So I, I feel like the, the <laughs> anyone will do. Anyone will do. Um, I feel like well, there's a rumor that Todd Cantwell might go to Liverpool. That's very interesting. Hmm. That could be. There's no space in Liverpool, yeah. so oh, for him. Yeah, for him it would be, be a got, horrible um, move. 
Harry Wilson, isn't he on loan to Bournemouth? Harry Wilson, yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's brilliant. Brewster so, also just went on loan now. Um, that young striker. Wow. He's alone at Swansea, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, I don't. So, I don't see. I don't see that happening. So that's the rumor that I saw a lot of Liverpool fans on my Twitter timeline are talking about Todd Cantwell. Yeah, because Todd Cantwell looks like Paul Nivett. Just saying, the way he's <laughs> but, playing right now. But you see, I think like all of these. I think all of these. Will, all of these will happen in um, in sort of in the European summer. Yeah, I, I think guess. I think so. I think I think the only team that might just pull a shock is Arsenal. <laughs> I yeah. think. I think um, I think they might just bring someone in. Arteta might just, you know, yeah. someone in that midfield to help us all. I think you'll never know. You never know. Well, all teams need someone. I would say bar Liverpool and City. City need a centre-back. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Well, John Stones was looking. No, Laporte. Laporte is on his way back. He's on his way back. I saw he was uh, posting yeah. some February, videos. Uh, um, City fans are crying. <laughs> wish, yeah, so by Feb, um, he should be back. Yeah, yeah. Pep, Pep said beginning of Feb, looks like. Yeah, yeah, so he's, already training with this, he's already training on his own. Um, yeah. he, next week, he'll be training with the squad. Yeah. And then they're looking at the beginning of yeah. September. So the beginning of February. Yeah. I think the maybe if, if, they, if they offload Otamendi, there might be some... Something to look out for, maybe from something. I don't, know if, inter- yeah, I don't know if City trusts Otamendi. I think he's really just there because he's the only option. I sometimes. think yeah. we, if, if I was Pep, I'd take Otamendi out and go for Tyron Mings. I feel like Tyron yeah. Mings is such an underrated centre-back. Yeah. And he's so quick and he's young. Yeah. He is very, very quick. Yeah. Um, and what he's doing at, at Villa is incredible. Yeah. So I think he just needs a bigger club. Mm. Yeah. Right, so um, we've been through quite a bit. Um, maybe it's time to have a look at that mini league, the uh, EWN Sport Fantasy All right. Football Mini League. Let's Mitch, check what's happening what's up happening? here. On top, as always, still leading the pack with 1,319 points. Galhat Rangers uh, coming in at second is Mohammed Superman. It's literally been a rotation between the two because it's just five points that separates them. Yeah. So they're doing pretty well. Uh, Sanji Spurs coming in at third and then Blade Squad uh, coming in at fourth. Um, so, yeah, it's quite tight up there, but I think it's really been a rotation between Kahad Rangers and Muhammad Superman. I mean, five points is nothing um, in FPL. So. Nice going, gents. Yeah. The leader, so the leader of my mini league, um, uh, Black Swan in eighth. So... My my private mini league yeah. that I play um, is uh, Black Swan Ignatius is eighth there, so not bad going there, good sir. Um, and then of course in fifth place, a special mention for Jason's dad. Yo, Jason's dad, <laughs> <laughs> give him some love, yo. I don't see Jason anywhere. Not Close. Jason's coming in at thirtieth. Um, <laughs> Jason's in a 30th um, but yeah so it's just been crazy and Jason's dad just running things you know running yeah. things but it's the tra- like it's the bus and the parties that I've been missing I was telling Adrian um, before we started our podcast is the Danny Ings party I yeah, am so late I've been, yeah I've yeah. been stubborn have you Yo, got him now? I got him now but I mean he's playing Leicester so I'm so, so stubborn about that it's, it's basically me missing Pookie party I've missed the Ings party and I'm just gonna you know what I'm not going to kind of it's stubbornness basically that was in the past mm. those points won't magically appear you know for me and he might just start blanking so. yeah but I mean when you look at Southampton fixtures mm. it, it doesn't look like he can he's gonna blank I think the only time that he might just hit a blank is when they travel to Anfield on the 1st of Feb so he's mm. got three game weeks of Danny Ings yeah. why not why not? Just use him now for those three game weeks, get those points, and then remove him before the, the Spurs, the Liverpool game. Yeah. And then you should be good. Whew. 
Lots of thinking to do. Um, but let's get our focus onto the coming game, Game Week 22. Yes. I think an opportunity for, for guys to start to start the year off well. Um, yeah. Let's say everything before this game week was still festive season, you know. You yeah. were a little bit groggy uh, from Christmas and New Year. But now <laughs> you, your clarity of mind should be there. So yeah. get your thinking caps on and focus because the game week starts on Friday, late kick of 10 o'clock with Sheffield United against West Ham. Um, you spoke about the West Ham resurgence yeah. uh, under David Moyes, uh, but Sheffield United still, I'm sure, favourites in that game. Yeah, I mean, you would say favourites, but I don't know, man. This West Ham team looks so 3 0 up first half mm. under new management. That should say something. That just literally new says manager that, bounce, it says. That, that, that whatever Emmanuel Pellegrini was doing, like they just, they were, they were doing what. What says Fabregas said uh, to Mourinho <laughs> when they just didn't want to play? Mm. So I think West Ham oh. are doing the same thing. They just didn't want to play. Oh, and yeah, now, yeah. Dave, I mean, David Moy is not the biggest man or the greatest manager of all time. But he comes in and they 3-0 first off. Look, I mean, you, 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 you see Sheffield winning it. But personally, I think a draw or West Ham winning it. I think it's a good fit, uh, Moyes and West Ham. Uh, it's the kind of side with great ambition, yeah. Um, but but not but not quite with the weight or yeah. the pressure of 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 having to perform. Big, mm. So yeah. they they you know if they do well, great. If they don't do well, you know mid table, at least they're in it. Yeah. I think Moyes fits that pretty well. Yeah. Um, I'm not no no disrespect to Moyes, but I think he he would do well with yeah. a team like that and limited resources and so forth. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so you you basically you calling it West either Ham? a draw yeah. or West Ham win. Yeah. Okay, then uh, Saturday you've got uh, an early kickoff. Uh, Crystal Palace hosting Arsenal, and there's been a resurgence there. Uh, as a United fan, <laughs> you know there was there were, there were a few dark moments in the holiday Yo. season. One of them, of course, the loss to Arsenal. Um, Adrian, yeah, yeah. Well, Ozil uh, is he is he a prospect now? Because I only once before the season. I, I still don't <laughs> trust the man. Come on, I mean, look brilliant player he's one of my favorite players but in a, in a fantasy setup I, I just can't rely on him it's just he's too unpredictable but Arsenal are a different team already in this in uh, in the last couple of weeks so we've seen some really good positive signs from them their work yeah. rate is up their, their setup is a lot better um, and I think their attitude on the field is a lot better so I think we're going to beat uh, Crystal Palace as tricky as they have been in the past for us uh, with Zaha and, and all of that um, I think they're, Arsenal's in a good space. They know where they're going. I think uh, Arteta has brought the vision. He's, he's communicated that well to the players. And I see that they are buying into it. Um, so 2-0 Crystal Pal- uh, to, to Arsenal. Yeah. Um, I can see that happening. I, I still, obviously, still concerns about the defense. Um, and that will hopefully be addressed in, uh, in this transfer window uh, and possibly in the summer. But Arsenal are, th- yeah. are the better team right now. Definitely still the honeymoon period, I think, with yeah. the new manager. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I will. I I actually think. Um, sorry to disagree with you slightly, but I mm, think that yeah. Ozil. I think Ozil is looks looks the part, man. There was a stat that he ran about. He ran over ten. Um, the most that he ran, yeah. Yeah, like ever. But like the, in all his matches ever that, in, that in the Premier be, League, that I mean, could it, be a bit more about self-preservation uh, because yeah, he, oh, he okay, is fighting yeah. for his. I mean, he's he's fighting to stay at the club. He he, he wants to keep keep his job. Um, but as a, another analyst a couple of weeks ago pointed out, that a leopard doesn't change its spots. Um, Ozil yeah. is a lazy player. Yeah, we, we just, can't get around that fact. Yeah. Yeah. He's a brilliant player <laughs> when he has the ball. When he doesn't have the yeah. ball, is where he's his weaknesses. Is, and that's he why he doesn't chase. He doesn't. Yeah, if you look at all way. the all the teams yeah. that he played yeah. for, 
um, in the over the years in terms of who was playing that holding midfield role, yeah. Yeah. it covered him. Yeah. Yes. So you yeah. could he, never see he played those in, those mistakes. Yeah. You know at what Madrid, I mean? all he was expected to do was play a good pass. Exactly. That's like, that's literally <laughs> all. And then in terms of coverage at the back, like he yeah. didn't have to worry. Yeah, Chabi Alonso behind you. Yeah. Mm. What's the point of defending when you have Chabi Alonso behind you? <laughs> so Kane's got a bit of a hamstring yeah. injury. I, I, I assume a, a nice switch would be Kane to Aubameyang. Because Aubameyang is still delivering yep. no matter what. He's delivering points. So he's still scoring. He's going to be one of the top scorers because if you just look at... Yeah, I think Just three. gets in, himself in those positions. Personally, if Arteta just moves Aubameyang into the front, mm. lone striker, put Lacazette on the bench, I feel yeah. like that, could, that yeah. could do a lot of justice, you know. Yeah. But I guess, you know... Look, Arsenal fans might get angry because it was the first time that you had all four players play. Yes. Um, that everyone's been waiting for all four of those front players to play with Uzel providing, I mean, three players and Uzel providing for them. Yeah. So I guess now if Arteta drops like a Z and he puts a boomerang front, front center then and then they lose, then it's going to be a whole thing and we're yeah. going to see it on Arsenal fan TV. <laughs> I heard one commentator refer to them as the Arsenal front five. With Uzzel and that Gunduzi and Zaka. But yeah, it's like I said, Arsenal are in a bit of space. I'm ready to start looking. So yeah. Then we've got Chelsea against Burnley. That's got to be, I think Chelsea on on the positive again after some negative results. Very inconsistent. Yeah, Tammy Abram. Surprising. I got to say against Burnley though, I feel like they should, you know, they should push on. Yeah. They should really push on. Um, it's 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 time that Frank kind of says, guys, we we belong in the top four. Yeah, that's what he'll be saying. Um, and 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 really against Burnley, though. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they got look, they got some nice some nice young players in there, and for a young team, they're playing very very well. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, just very inconsistent because at the end of the day, this is Chelsea Football Club. Yeah. That's what we need to remember. Young mm. players are not. <laughs> yeah. You see, that's what you also need to remember how much weight the club holds. Yeah. So they're expected to get a win against Burnley. And if they don't or get a draw, it's, I mean, I think the Chelsea faithful are very forgiving because it's still a young squad. Mm. But I mean, at the end of the day, they need to do something about it. Yeah. Um, Everton against Brighton, another new manager, uh, new ideas. Um, you, know, you you wonder about uh, Richarlison, uh, Calvert-Lewin. Everyone's saying um, Everton <laughs> need a striker, but Calvert-Lewin mm. looks to yeah. me like the guy that's getting on the end of the on the end of the the crosses. Yeah. Between yeah. Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison, they are actually very good as sort of your your guys that that receive balls off crosses. Yeah, good at headers, good at, very good at putting header. it putting yeah. it putting it at the back of the net. Yeah. So, yeah. do we see Everton? For me, Everton look like the better side there yeah. and potentially the better investments. Yeah, that's true. I agree, yeah. I agree with you. That I mean, yeah. I've got Richarlison, so I mean, you can um, hold him right for. I just call. I just love. I just love Carlos' style of of coaching. Yeah. So, um, I guess I should should be able to get some points. And also, what's nice is he often plays a four four two, and then yeah. you have Richarlison and Calvert Lewin, so you can that's invest in either one, yeah. and they they would be up front and get in the box. So. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Leicester then hosts Southampton, and that's a juicy one. Mm. I mean, I don't know because you've got Vardy Ings, two of the form strikers. Well, Vardy not so much in form, but yeah. there are reasons for that. Yeah. I think he's um, there was a question mark over his availability, but I think that's been lifted. I think um, so. I think um, he's available for selection again. So Vardy Ings, interesting one, eh? We can have both. <laughs> 
I say have both because, well, I guess, look, if you're really unsure about this about this Leicester Southampton game, then the best believe watch the league semi the semi final of the League Cup to see what happens in terms of the structure, or even just you don't even have to watch it; just look at the live. Yeah, yeah. And you can get an idea of what Brendan Rodgers is trying. What's to the do fixture the, tonight? Um, the game. It's Leicester Villa from Villa. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so so yeah, so we're recording on a Wednesday. Yeah, that game's on Wednesday, so yeah, we'll we'll have to keep a close eye on that to make keep up your eye. mind. So, I, but look, I don't see Leicester losing. Yeah, look, Leicester I've got Perez, and I'm keeping Perez now Same. because of, because he's got a little bit of form. Yeah, luckily. So yeah, I agree with you. Man United Norwich. Now I'm going to tackle this one. Um, <laughs> at this point, you know, after with your the, United top on, come yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting. It's still still proud of my team. Um, but horrible defeat to Man City. Um, again, United look clueless, and it's this up and down, to and fro. Sometimes United look good, uh, sometimes they don't. Um, but I'm going to say that I think the game against Norwich is going to be great for United. Uh, Norwich like playing the ball out from the back, but they love attacking. They want to play, um, they're, they're quite flexible aside, but mm. they, they like yeah. being on the front foot. United don't mind giving that to teams. Mm. United yeah. literally do not mind teams, you're holding all coming at them because on the counter-attack, that's yeah. where they can do the Marcel, damage. Marcel, Rashford. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go with, um, with United assets being, being valuable in this game. They got the goal against City, which is, you know, I mean, that took some doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and against Norwich, I mean, they let in a lot of shots. The defense is not the best. Mm. Um, there are frailties there. Yeah. So if they, if United are comfortable with Norwich coming at them, we keep it tight at the back. I think if you have any assets like Martial, Rashford, Dan James, um, I think it's worth it's worth putting a punt on them because I think there might be big returns. I think there'll be a big return from Todd Nedved Candwell. <laughs> I think Paul Nedved has been Cantwell, playing. So. I knew, Mitch, I knew you were going to say <laughs> something. The young, the, the, young, the young Paul <laughs> Nedved. I know I'm putting, look, that's a legend in football. Yeah. But the way Todd Cantwell has been playing, guys, is just amazing. I love watching him play. And you can see that it's he's just having fun. Yeah. He disappeared you know, for like eight or something did. game weeks. And, and now <laughs> it's just like, it, it feels like, you know, when a manager just tells you, just go play, man. Yeah. I don't have any instructions for you. Just go play, have fun. If we're yeah. losing, we're losing. It's not on you. Mm. This is my instruction. Yeah. And that's why, Todd, that's why he's got such a, there's a sense of freedom mm. yeah. in the way Todd Cantwell plays. Yeah. And look, and the bigger clubs are starting to notice this. Yeah. Of how he moves. Yeah, I'm if he impresses against United, I'm sure Liverpool are going to say that. Liverpool yeah. will snatch it. Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool will, will, will snatch it. I don't see that. I don't see that. But, I, but, but yeah, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Wolves against Newcastle. Another tough one. But I think Wolves definitely the t- side with a bigger ambition. Yeah. Um, mm. And the better players. So yeah. they should they should go on. And so when someone referred to Troy as that rugby player that is... <laughs> The funniest thing I saw this holiday season was Traore saying, actually, guys, really, I don't work out. It's genetics. (laughs) And he flexes. It's genetics. I'm like, what? We don't believe you. Uh, Spurs against Liverpool. That's the late game on Saturday. Um, Yeah, Liverpool are going to... Liverpool win. Liverpool, absolutely. Are you sure about that? They're not going to... Liverpool win. Look, it's Mourinho. It's Mourinho. Mourinho yeah. might go for this this one all draw goalless draw. He might just park the bus there. You I mean, can't. Mourinho park. is not going to pass up the opportunity to make a statement or some kind of Look. impact on the league. Like whether it's parking the bus, whether it's I don't know. I just feel like Sissoko, Mourinho will have Sissoko something. Sissoko is out. 
Kane is out. Son yeah. comes back. But I think Adrian, yeah. I think yeah. you've, I think you're spot on there. Mourinho is going to say, guys, this is the game. These are the we're playing the league champions. They're yeah. going to win this. They're going to win the league. So how good would it be at the end of the season to say we're the only team that beat the league champs? I just want to. I think <laughs> Liverpool is going to say this is the game to stick it to Mourinho. Just, I don't, I, look, honestly, I don't see Spurs. If you look at that Spurs defense, yeah. like, yeah. Ventongen doesn't look like Ventongen. Alderweireld, there's no confidence defensively. And mm. you can see that their goalkeeper, who, who is still not there. You know, Hugo has a sense of respect from the back. And when he's order, sending a direction to the defenders, mm. you can see that. Serge Aurier looks like a headless chicken running down the wing. He doesn't know what he's doing. And now when you have the likes of Andy Robertson and Mane coming at you, yeah, and you yeah. have Serge Oyer to defend them, come on. Hold on. Son is back, though. No, I'm, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking nothing away from Son. Um, Klopp could say to Van Dijk, man, mock Son. Mm. And then the rest of the team, what? Is, what? I think what we are you know saying, what I mean? what we are saying is, I mean, it's going to be an interesting fixture. I've got Lucas Moura, um, Mane, and uh, Trent. Yeah. So I'm going to play all three of them. Um, because on the day it's going to be that kind of game. Yeah. I think Liverpool yeah. and Liverpool are going to want to, you know, win every game. Now they're not sure. going to sit and play careful yeah. football. They're no. going to play the yeah. game. And Spurs, on the other hand, might park the bus and try to catch him on the break. Um, so if you do have those assets, you know, I mean, even a Spurs defender might not be a bad idea because of the mentality that know. they might go in with. You know, I hate Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. Hate well, well it, it's a tough game to call. Um, mm. So we're going to leave it up to you guys to just you know flip yeah. a coin. Um, but uh, I mean, I wouldn't jump off any Liverpool players because of the no, double game we're no. coming up. And also, if you have a Spurs, it's not worth getting rid of a Spurs player now. Um, it's one match that you've got to sit out. And, and who knows, you know, um, Mourinho might just have something up his sleeve, especially yeah. playing at home. Then on Sunday, we've got Bournemouth against Watford. Um, I think Watford is a form team, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not, to be honest with you, I'm not going to watch the game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about Delefeo as an option, eh? Yeah, what's born with Watford? I mean, look, I've got <laughs> my team is full. You know, it's one of those things where if you have those players, you do. But if you yeah. don't, then yeah. it's it's not like you missed Absolutely. out on anything. It's not like there's going to be a one sided five yeah. no, and you're like, oh, hat yeah. trick, I missed out on that player. I don't yeah. think I don't see that happening. And then the last game of the match uh, of the game week, uh, Aston Villa host Man City, um, and I've got to say that. You know, Jack Grealish is someone I've been watching as a potential FPL asset. Um, he might be useful in that game if you if you know if you own him. It's, I think still playing because City are not the best at the back. Yeah. But um, I do feel like City's quality that I saw last yeah. night against Man United probably going to shine through. Your only issue there is your rotation, um, and you're still not certain who's going to play. I'm happy having Kevin De Bruyne, De Bruyne and yeah, just keeping him and just chilling mm-hmm. on him because he's always involved in something. Yeah. Even if he, even if he doesn't play, like yeah. you know, it's, it's like the it's Ben Stokes of this. Um, <laughs> you just can't keep him out of anything. <laughs> oh, I love that reference. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So City should win that at Villa Park. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's it. That's that's the it's podcast wrapped up. Um oh have we got um our beat the clock? Yeah, lined yeah, up. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready cool. For Just you the three guys. of us, so uh, we can we can give it a bash. Uh, Mitch, if you're ready, you can even go. So first. wait, are we gonna go captain C? Yeah, captain pick. Uh, player to look out for. Player. Yeah, that's it. All right, let me get it. Uh, captaincy for this week. I'm going with William. A uh, clean sheet will be Liverpool. Player to look out for. I say Perez, and I'm done. Wow. Say Liverpool clean sheet because I just wanted to go against you guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Wes, you ready? 
Uh, yes, I'm good to go. And go. Okay, Captain C, I'm going to go for Jimenez of uh, Wolves against Newcastle. I think he's due some goals. Uh, player to look out for, Mason Greenwood. Even if he plays 10 minutes against Norwich, I think it's going to be something. And he's playing more and more minutes. So, definitely that. And then, clean sheet. I'm going to go for oh. something like Sheffield United. Sheffield United. There we go. We managed to hear it. Adrian, are you ready? Yeah, I think so. And go. Uh, my captain will be Aubameyang. I think he's going to do something against... Uh, who are we playing again? Crystal, <laughs> Crystal Palace. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm tempted to go Liverpool. Um, uh, clean sheet, uh, despite what I've said about Spurs. Uh, and fair to watch Cantwell. Oh, there we go, uh, Paul Nedved. <laughs> the young Paul Nedved. I'm going to say that. Uh, Greenwood's time will come. In fact, I'm considering that 4.3 striker, you know. Yeah. Even if he gives you a goal every two games. Surprised that he doesn't start. I would love to see him starting. Yeah. But yeah, that's the podcast. That's it. That's it, guys. That's the podcast. So we're going to see you after Game Week 22. The gang will be back um, yep. and we'll bring you a full-fledged uh, podcast and kick off the year in style. So all that's left to say is, may your sheets always be clean.